Welcome to session five of our series, Word, In It to Live It. You know, whether it's a slow cooking roast in the crock pot or marinating a, a ribeye or a chicken breast to grill later, we all know the importance of letting things soak or marinate slowly. One theologian referred to this as teabag theology, which asked the question, how saturated am I with the Word of God? We don't just dip the tea bag into the hot water. We drop it in there and we let it soak, knowing that's the only way that we're really going to get some flavor out of that. Hearing, reading, studying God's Word are good and necessary. They're good and necessary starts to getting into the Word. But we want to live it. So we go further. We, we bought into the idea last week of memorizing Scripture. Memorizing Scripture starts to get the Word into us. In this session, we'll talk about the fifth level of Bible engagement. Now, the fifth level of Bible engagement is meditation. We should regularly meditate on God's Word for three main reasons that we'll get into in a minute. Now, the first, but first let's, let's consider what is meditation. Why should we do it? What can we gain from it? Our goal is to answer these questions in the hope that we'll allow ourselves to truly, to, to, be, to be truly saturated and thus truly transformed by the Scripture through our biblical meditation. We'll explore this topic by delving into the book of Joshua. Now, the book deals with the transfer of leadership from Moses to Joshua. Now talk about transi transitions. Now Moses was the deliverer. He's the guy that got the Ten Commandments. He, he was the one that met God at the tent of meeting. He's, he was basically the daddy of the children of Israel in the wilderness. To say that Joshua has huge shoes to fill is a major understatement. Yet God coached him up and encouraged him in the opening verses of Joshua chapter 1. God reminds Joshua that he had been with Moses, and so he will be with him. Three times he tells Joshua to be strong and of good courage. In Joshua 1.8, we read, Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth, but meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. God tells Joshua that the key to his success is obeying God's law, and, that, and that's aided by meditating on God's law and word. You really get to know it by meditating on it. Meditating upon Scripture helps us thoroughly digest its meaning. Now we're, talk, we're not talking about, let me be clear about this, we're not talking about Eastern mysticism where one completely empties their mind, okay? Uh, that, that's dangerous stuff. Uh, it, when you do that, you open your mind up to all sorts of evil. Biblical meditation is focused thinking and reviewing of God's Word so that we can put it into action. Memorizing gets it into our minds and hearts and makes it readily accessible. Meditation lets it soak deeper. You know, a cow spends about eight hours a day chewing its food. I mean, they really look like they're enjoying that. 
you know? The details of what's really happening, their eating process, really gross, so I'm not gonna go into that. You can YouTube it if you want to, but they are definitely getting the goody out of their food. It does make for a great illustration. So meditating upon scripture helps us thoroughly chew and review its meaning and ponder its implications. Meditation brings back to mind that which we have memorized so that it becomes useful in our daily lives. God told Joshua to meditate on it day and night. And what if you did that? When, when, when you got up and you, and you drove to work, when you went to lunch and, and before you went to sleep, you meditated on God's Word. It couldn't help to get into you. You read in Deuteronomy 6 uh, what Moses uh, was told by God to tell his people about how they just to get into God's Word and just man, all the time, constantly in the Word. Meditation comes after we've fully engaged the Bible in other ways. It's the saturation point for someone that has been in the Word. Robbie Gallaty put it this way. He says, picture it, personalize it, ponder it, and pray over the Word. Meditating upon Scripture emboldens us to fervently follow its commands. The purpose of meditation must always be that we would be careful to do what is written in it. Pondering it keeps it fresh on our minds. We review God's Word to do God's Word. We don't meditate for a mental exercise. We meditate upon it to do it. Meditating on Scripture should lead me to ask, how can I put this truth into action? What will it look like in my family, at work, at school, at play, at behind the wheel of my car or online. Meditating upon Scripture allows us to richly enjoy its blessings. Remember, God told Joshua to remember what was written and meditate on that so as to be careful to do what it said. And then he would have success. When is the last time you read the Bible like that? Consider the, the popular proverb, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. God has done a... God has, has listed a lot of promises in His Word that the, be, that the believer can cling to for encouragement. And sadly, many have not taken the time to, to soak those things in and cling to them. When we meditate upon God's Word, we will act in such a way as to cause ourselves to act prudently. Making ourselves act prudently brings more than just financial blessings. It, it brings peace and joy and contentment, favor, wisdom, and honor. David illustrates these kind of blessings in Psalm 1. He said, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law is he meditate day and night. And he says, such a man that does this, it says that whatever he does, prospers. 
Those who meditate on Scripture are stable, enduring, spiritually healthy, fruitful, vibrant, prosperous, and successful. Meditation culminates our, our five levels of Bible engagement. And I think we can see that all five are necessary. And maybe we see why we've not persevered in the Word up to this point. You see, a lot of times I think with God's Word, we take shortcuts. And, and shortcuts lead to dead ends. You can't just listen on the Bible app. You can't just read. You can't just study and and. Hey, pastors can be guilty of this, of just studying. You can't just memorize. You, you can't just soak it in with meditation. We get into it through hearing and reading and studying, but it gets into us through memorizing and meditating. It takes all of that. We fully engage the Word by using these all, all of these areas of engagement. The Bible is full of people who know the way, but never take action. When the prodigal son hit rock bottom, he meditated in the pig pen, <laughs> and then he remembered. He remembered how well his father's servants had it, and then he took action. But think about that. What if he just sat there and he didn't take decisive action. What a sad story it would have been. Meditation without application leads to frustration. Meditating cannot be an end in itself. In meditation, we chew on God's Word and review God's Word to do God's Word. This is the path to success, intimacy, and favor with God.